All right, it's May 23rd, a rare Thursday edition for us, and this is another episode of Headliners. Uh, today we're going to talk about box office numbers, whether Avengers may or may not have beat the all-time record, uh, this cat died, uh, doing a couple of trailers, and of course, our usual one right now, we're doing reviews of, or we talk about, Game of Thrones and Chernobyl. So, it's the usual three, Jimmy, Dave, myself, let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to you. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, so last weekend's box office, May 17th through the 19th, John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum, $56.8 million in the opening. Pretty good take-in. Knocked off Avengers, uh, which fell in number two, $29.9 million domestically. Uh, number three was Pokemon Detective Pikachu with $25.1. And fourth place was uh, the, the a Dog's Journey, debut week, $8 million. Uh, covering the exact uh, budget, I think. No. No, I don't think it made its budget back. It sucks. And The Hustle came in fifth with $6.1 Good job, dollars. The Hustle. Proud of you. The legend well, that could. Just proud of it. I don't know what it is. Made $6 million. It's the... Um, it's the remake of uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. With Fat Amy from the Pitch Perfect movies. And Rebel Wilson. Yeah, thank you. And yeah. what's her the name? The other girl. I've never heard of that at all. Really? It looks mildly funny for, like, a dumb movie. You'd hate it, of course, but... It it looks like I will watch it at, like, one Sunday this fall, hungover, uh, like, eating Chinese It's an easy watch. Yeah. It's an easy watch. Yeah, I'm watching the trailer now. I've never seen this trailer. Did we talk about this on the show? No, Uh, but it's been in front of, like, a lot of movies lately. Yeah, but I ain't been in the movies in, like, two months. Yeah, I know. That's why you haven't seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it because it doesn't look good. Yeah, looks bad. Yeah, but good for Rebel Wilson the, uh, that she's not blackballed from Hollywood anymore. Why was she blackballed? Because a um, someone dug up. She lied about her age and her name, and she never told anyone because she said like Hollywood's like ageist. And someone dug up her school pictures in Australia and posted them in a magazine, mm-hmm. and then Hollywood kind of just was weirded out by the whole like thing. Like, why did you lie to all of us? And uh, she sued the publication in Australia that doxed her basically. And, yep. uh, yeah. And she won. I, be- I believe she won the lawsuit and Hollywood kind of got like shamed for being assholes. And now she's doing movies again. That, that is, uh, I mean, if I am wrong and you know that I'm saying something wrong, let us know because I, I, I <laughs> That, I haven't that's heard that just at based all. Off, no, I've heard that's that. That's just before. based off my memory. Okay. Um, and I, I remember she only won the case because it was like an Australian news outlet. Because if a U.S. one did it, it would it would be fair play because she's a celebrity. But Australia has much stricter laws on it. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, how, how old are we talking here? How old is she? Uh, I think she's like upper thirties. Yeah. She was like 10 okay. years older than she was saying. Okay, yeah. I can buy that. 
If she said she would, if it would turn out she was like 55. She, she won. It was, a 4. 5, it was a $4.5 million lawsuit by, uh, by Bauer Media. Damn. That's, uh, that's, that's a weird story. I, I can't believe I didn't hear about that. But, yeah, she got $6 million in, in the box office week. Yeah. Didn't beat A Dog's Journey, which I think is trash. Well. People forget that they abused dogs in the first movie. I, yeah. I, um, I think I've said it before. I'm just happy that this and the other, like, shitty Christian movies are, like, finally out so I can stop seeing these trailers before movies. There have been a lot of oh, Christian movies coming out. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. More, like, I feel it like is. we just hit, like, a... Like a spattering of Christian, uh, Christ, not Christmas, Christian movies. Christian, yeah. That I feel like they were like in vogue for the last like six to eight months. Yeah, it's weird. I can't explain it. It's it's they did none of them did well in the box office. Put it that yeah. way. So that's good. Okay, gonna go <laughs> on the headliners here. Dave, you want to open it up? Yeah, let let's start with my favorite one of the night. Um, Figured you would. Avengers Endgame has not. Past Avatar for the all-time global box office. I can't believe that Just Avengers Ava- Avengers Endgame sucks so bad. They couldn't what? even pass <laughs> Avatar. Avatar dog shit. Yeah. Yet. Hey. Okay. Av- Avatar took six weeks to get where it is. We've only gone four for Endgame. We're a hundred sixty million dollars short. We're gonna. We're going to crush this this week. Is Avatar one of those things where the public perception changed mightily? I've never seen it. I don't I don't think so cuz I think it it's still a very pretty like movie to look at and I saw it and I I know like the first time I saw it I was like, "Yeah, the story kind of sucked, but I'm glad I saw that because it was cool to watch in theaters." But don't you think there's the public like there's a lot more people that shit on it like the way Nickelback gets shit on like a lot of people just shit on Avatar yes. now like it's a thing to do. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's all I see. It was maybe, it but was, I, I it, think that's more just James like, Cameron sucks and yes. he he sucks and also he but he's also a terrific filmmaker and he's done nothing in the last ten years because he's been working on these. So it's kind of a waste. I don't of think it talent. also it also hurt I'm that his wife that. won Best Picture and beat him out and he was like petty about it and then everyone was like ah fuck you. But yeah, it's just interesting that when that came out, people were like, uh, don't go see Avatar because you'll leave depressed that you live in this life and stuff like that, and then. Oh yeah! Didn't people? I like, forgot about yeah, it. It was like that? it was so good. People were killing themselves because they couldn't live in the Avatar world. And then, I, well, those that was the week we. I think now, out. I think now, like the public public outcry is like it wasn't that good because there was something about like yeah, Avatar sequel is still coming, and people were like, we don't want it. Yeah. Don't give a shit. They they are five yeah. lined up, and it doesn't. Move so that movie. Imagine what they would imagine what they would have said if they saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine back then. Yeah. Holy shit. There was was a huge article about a year ago on how Tron Legacy, I don't know if either of you ever watched it, uh, how it bombed, but mainly because it was just as much a leap in uh, digital effects as Avatar was, but it came out half a year later. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, if that movie had come out first, it would have been the box office smash hit. And Avatar wouldn't have been as groundbreaking. Yeah, I think. And, I, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. Avatar got the wings because of the the technology and and the the, the Flash. But it, which it's has just since like, gone, like a cool, become way normal. 
Yes. It's just a cool thing that, like, both of these groundbreaking movies were made, like, parallel to one another and just ha- one happened to be slated half a year later. And it... That's so weird. I feel like Tron came out so much later than Avatar. I feel like Avatar's been out since the 90s. <laughs> Avatar came out in, like, December, and then Tron was originally, like, a late fall movie, and then they pushed it back to, like, early summer because they thought it was going to be a big box office yeah. hit. And so they pushed it past Avatar. Yeah, so a norm so I mean in summary, Avengers Endgame can't beat out Avatar, which is a known shitty movie now. No, it's going Jimmy, you're not listening. It's going to. It's going to beat it out. They need hundred and sixty million dollars more, and they're only just they just wrapped up their fourth week. They're golden. But so your bet was that you thought they would beat so you just made a really dumb bet. I made I, I missed <laughs> I missed my bet by four five days. We don't Five know days. that. You, this is just another bet. You don't know that, yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. All right, gonna, now you have to get two it's tattoos. Going to. Well, well, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. I don't think that's Let, the way that works. Let's hammer this out. So when are you getting this tattoo by? You know, I'm not sure. We didn't We didn't have a I set know, that, date. That's what we're doing. That's the bullet point I put on our headliners. We are setting a date. All right, well, let's start negotiations. I'm going to go 10 years from now. No. Counterpoint. It has to be within the week. I, I got no time for that. All right. Nine years. Within eight days. Can't do that either. Come on. I'm a father. I got three jobs going on right now. Can't Have do your this. daughter give you the tattoo, and we'll, you can do it whenever you want. I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah. even if we have to wait 15 years. No. Yeah, she, I, I need to see this tattoo before the end of summer. It's like a realistic thing. That may be possible. My girlfriend just possible. got it. Well, we've decided. It's oh, yeah? like her, nice. it's like What'd her she million get? tattoo. I'm also terrified it's going to like uh, be excruciating, too. It, it no, really it doesn't hurt. See, I hear people crying yeah, like, about little, these things. Well, those bitches, people are bitches. Yeah. I'm a little bitch. Yeah, so you might cry. <laughs> so, <what? laughs> so did you decide you are going to get the popcorn tattoo? I'm, I, uh, uh, whether I get w- one or five in a row, I haven't decided that yet. I mean, I feel like if you're going to do it, you don't want one popcorn on you. You're not... Unentertaining. You you want people to think you're entertaining. You're five. Well, popcorn just man. just like one single popcorn is kind of cool, but then it's like, oh well, what the fuck is that? And I have to I have to do like an actual five to make our ratings and be more like involved with us. But then I that's five fucking that five five popcorns across my chest or, or something. I don't know. Oh, you're doing it across your chest now. I don't know where it's gonna go. Well, I just don't know. All right. How about September first? You have to get the tattoo by September first. That seems realistic. Wait, hold on. We're no. That we're, we're not even May. in June. Yeah. Uh, probably. No, we. The, the point of this is to lock it in. I know, but what if they they surpass this weekend? No, the the deal. The bet was by D- during our conversation when we're laying the bets down. You were confident that they would never surpass. You can't change the bet. Come on. No, you can't change. Oh, if you want to, hey, listen. Well, give me, I don't, give me some if you want to welch on the bet. I'm fine with that. Love a good welching, but you can't. You have to at least verbally admit you were wrong, oh, and you have, and you cannot bring it up even if they pass Avatar. Yeah. You, you, we just don't discuss it. You don't get to uh, brag about it. You just uh, can never mention Endgame on the podcast again. Well, that's that seems a little ridiculous. See, my my problem with the bet is I we we were both stupid when we made it because. You didn't give me a timeline, correct? 
I mean, I, 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 and more importantly, I'm, I'm, I'm even dumber because I didn't give you a counter, like what you have to do. Yeah, no, I, I tried to actually bring that up. I went back and listened. I was like, so what do I need? And you're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. This isn't happening. You don't have to do anything. Listen, here's, 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 here's what's going on, John. You made a really dumb yeah. bet. There was no winning. I really there, felt like it was fucking Pikachu, there man. There was no winning your bet. There was, there was, it was so no, no, close, No, there Jimmy. was nothing to gain if you won. You oh, just yeah, were right. getting well, a tattoo if you lost. So that's a bad bet. I made a smitty bet. So, I mean, get a tattoo or publicly outcry yourself as a bad batter and a welcher. That's your options. But we got to move on. We got to go on yeah, to... we do. We do. I, I need, I'm going to uh, Wait, no, September, my options. September 1st, we, you got to make a We're, decision. That's Yeah, I, I will give you my decision soon. Uh, right now, it's standing at December, September 1st. Okay, nice. Okay. Uh, another news: A cat died. Yeah, stupid grumpy cat. Uh, I thought it was dead already. I I didn't know the memes were still coming. I thought that was just one picture. Apparently, grumpy. How, I um, you guys guess how much money do you think Grumpy Cat has made? Oh, he's worth a lot. Oh, he's worth a lot. I'm, I'm gonna say like three million. Twenty million. One hundred million. No. Yes. The owner of Grumpy Cat made a hundred million dollars. Yes, and how, like how though? Because oh my god, I I gotta. Pull I think it they off. have like an Instagram Grumpy, page. Grumpy Cat was interviewed by Forbes magazine one year. It was the celebrity of the year. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, I hate our world sometimes. So do I. But I also really love the fun fact that his name was originally Tard. <laughs> I did like that. For retard, and then when the internet found out, they tried to like retcon his backstory, and they're like, "No, it's Tard. It's short for Tartar Sauce." Which I actually love the name Tartar Sauce for that dumb looking cat. Me too, but he was not named after that originally. No, 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 no. So it died. That sucks. Yeah, just it died, and more people at my job were upset about this than like any other recent celebrity death. Yeah. By when I said that sucks, I meant, Oh, I don't care at all. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I I thought he was already dead. If if everyone saw cats through the eyes that I see cats, they'd understand. They cats are cats. I see them as rats. I see them as rats. (laughs) They, they offer nothing. My cat. Killed a mouse once when I had a mouse in my apartment. The cat probably let the mouse in. No, I'm pretty sure it was my dirty roommate. Either one. Yeah. I don't know. Cats just... Ugh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Jimmy, did you watch the uh, trailer for Once Upon a Time? I watched half of it because it looks really good. Uh, it it looks does so good. look so uh, good. And I didn't... And but, like, I, they, I, maybe I watched a little more than half. They showed... That like Sharon Tate's in it, and then did they show Manson? Is that who that was? Yeah, yeah he was in the first trailer too. I didn't watch the first trailer. Uh, well, the first trailer was just like a teaser, right? This yeah. was they made it clear because they were like Sharon Tate, and then they showed him Manson. Uh, this look, mm-hmm. Charlie, uh, this looks really yep. good. And I all I have to say is that scene where <laughs> Leo is doing that corny ass dance move with uh, on like the <laughs> stage is so like. I don't know how Leo's able to do like he's fucking phenomenal. He he's like great. actually became a 1960s game the show. That gif is amazing. 
Oh, yeah. I, I, I drive my girlfriend nuts. I use it for, like, every response when it doesn't even, like, fit it. I just love He's, that gif. But I, I'll be honest. I am concerned about this because that trailer was so good. The, the, the actors involved are so good. The hype around this is so high. There's no chance this lives uh, up to my expectations. But that's the same with the last three Tarantino movies. Django yeah. had so much I, hype. Yeah. So did Inglorious Bastards. I don't know. I just this one feels like more though. This one feels like more. This does feel kind of like his. It feels different. Like magnum opus. Like this is this is it. Yeah, they, they, I love how they put on the title. This is his ninth uh, film. Yeah. So we all know that he's going to do it only ten. I don't know. I feel like he's saying like, "Yep, this is I'm I'm just walking away before the ninth inning. I don't have to do the 10." So, it premiered at Cannes this week. I I haven't read any reviews just because I saw the trailer and I was like, "I don't want anything mm-hmm. tailoring my thoughts on it." But from like Twitter reactions, it it got a standing ovation, so Yeah, but Cannes I know. Cons, Every, they, they, everything either gets a standing gets a, ovation or they like people they walk, walk out. out. That's their thing and it's a shtick and it's stupid. But, but I, no, I'm I'm very hopeful. I'm like, but this this there's no there's no way somebody can live up to those expectations in my that's brain. That's a bummer for you. It is. Yeah. It is. Because Jimmy and I also are love you've this. hated on this movie like subconsciously since the title was announced. I have, I have. I hate yeah. the title. And the title's like phenomenal. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I just I don't know, man. I want to love this. No, one. you don't. Do. That's see, this is happen. a lie. I you don't. don't though. I want to love it. That's a lie. It's so love clear it. you me. don't. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like <laughs> negging myself. I'm like you're not gonna like this, man. No, don't worry, because I'm trying to keep my like my reality in check here. Because you know me, I they, they said it was Charles Manson involved. No, because gonna you're gonna want to see Charles Manson kill people. You're gonna want to see death and no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Charles Manson never killed people. We know this. Listen, you're, you don't like this movie. You're not gonna like this movie. No, and I also, love Brad Pitt. Also, I love Leo DiCaprio. I love the '60s. I love timepieces. I love murder. I love Charles like, Manson. I don't love Charles Manson. Do I don't love, love Charles. Do you like Quentin Manson. Tarantino? That's wrong. <laughs> I love Quentin Tarantino. And why would I you love not be everything excited about this. for this? I I am I am cautious because I could go off a cliff like be with excitement for this one, and I just can't let myself do that. Sometimes you just gotta have faith, and I have faith that this is going to be a great movie. Okay, probably will be. I hope it's it really is. Good. <sighs> this next trailer, Dave, you didn't write down the name. No, I, f- I forgot. And I forgot the name. This is one with Jesse Owens. Uh, uh, Jesse, Jesse Owens. Eisenberg. Eisenberg, Jesus Christ. Yeah. She and, um, or not she and, uh, Jimmy, did you actually watch the full trailer? I did, and I understand why you told me that I had to watch the full trailer. Uh, because cause without the plot turn. So this movie is about, I mean, it's the most, most overdone thing theme ever this really shy person who's like inept socially goes to learn like karate from a karate master and it's awkward Uh, but then the twist at the end is that the karate master's like killing people and it turns out like he's gonna get attempted to be killed enough to overcome it right he's making he's making his little army yeah it was he's recruiting people and like he was being filmed so i don't know if he's making snuff films no, he's he's recruiting people and then using these films as blackmail for them to carry out what he wants. Oh, maybe. I don't know. The first half of the trailer, I was so out. I was like, this is the most overdone, uh, unoriginal. Well, 
idea I've ever seen. Fun fact, it's loosely, obviously very loosely, based on the writer-director wrote the story after his wife cheated on him and left him so that he... um, he, and he took karate lessons to like build back his self esteem. I, mean, I did that too when I was six years old. I was really, really, sh- I yeah. was really, really shocked <laughs> when so my parents sent me to karate. Fun fact: the wife that left him was Mary Elizabeth Winston, and she left him for uh, Ian McGregor. Upgrade, nice. probably. Um, yeah. So I don't this know if wants... I like this movie or I'm interested in it. This movie has got me written all over it. You? Yeah, yeah. I'm really Were you interested in before it. the murder stuff? Yes. Even though it's so played out. I love those awkwardly weird movies. Yeah. I, I know you're saying it with the I, played I agree out bit, but that didn't, that didn't factor into my, my opinion. My, like this, I, I love the, the dark comedy, but dark, awkward comedies. Yeah, I think, like, yes, the trope is a little bit overdone, but I think I was still interested enough because Jesse Eisenberg. I, 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 I like him. What was the name of this movies. again? We uh, haven't said it yet. <laughs> fuck. Hang on, I'm just gonna click the link to see. Damn it, it's not working. No, oh, open link. Oh come on, say something. It, the it, art of self defense. Self-defense. Yes. The art of self. I was sold in this trailer when he yelled at the dog because I'm not petting you anymore. That's pretty deep into it. <laughs> uh, I know, but I was <laughs> it's like the I last scene it. of the trailer. No, no, I was into it, into it. it, it was, there's been so one. many movies okay. where awkward, shy person. It goes to a coach of sorts to become less awkward and shy. That coach bullies them until they then turn on the coach and all the other people in their life. Yeah, and there's a reason why they keep making them. People I like will me say, it, it did get an audible like chuckle from me when he punched his boss in the throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just good comedy. This, all right, we, this next one, Dave, I, I tried to read it, but... You, or whoever wrote this on here, it says HBO politely blames D&D for fucking up Game of Thrones. I read as much of this article as yes. I could. I couldn't find any blame. I scoured it. I couldn't find a, a I, goddamn yeah. thing. I, so this was just summing up like another article, and I should have put the original. The original was Hollywood Reporter. So you, you linked a link uh, and put a title of the link for a different link. And no place you, in that link that you sent us does he <laughs> blame D&D. Well, and a full interview with the HBO boss. At no point does he ever say any bad thing about the guys. Does who he wrote. not? Because I, I he says nothing guys, bad. Like people sent me this one later in the day. But you, um, he said that he said that they had a plan from the start and they carried it out in a creative way. Oh yes, that that's exactly the quotes I was talking about because they, the original questions were how, like, how do you feel about the criticism this season has gotten? Do you wish they had done more seasons and like explained everything better? And were like, why why weren't they given more episodes? And no, they, he said he said that he, they, the question was, do you think it was rushed? And he says, no, this is where they wanted to go from the start. It just they this is how they got there with their creative way. Yeah, and that is a very corporate speak way of saying, yeah, we wanted more fucking ep- episodes, but we weren't going to fire like the famous showrunners from this. And, th- and you're taking it in a very internet-esque way of turning these words into something they don't actually say. I mean, it came out last week, or two weeks ago now, that they 
like begged D and D to ex- extend this, and D and D said that, no. Though, I, the, and the cast the said they wanted to do more, and George R. R. Martin said they wanted to do more, and it was just the showrunners. I know the general consensus is that that's actually what happened, but you gave us a link here with the story that said none of that. It was actually a very like cordial and says that we want to work with them still. We we have them signed on for another story yeah. or whatever. He plays the, the whole, then they, you know. Well, half the fan base. We knew going in that a lot, half the fan base wasn't going to be happy because they're so invested in this world we created, and it's such a good world that you know the fact that they are going to be upset just means that they were invested. And I've looked at the internet, and there's a fair share of criticism, fair. but I think it's split fifty-fifty. And I think uh, you know that that's the best we could have gotten with a story that is this heavily invested. Like he didn't blame or have anything bad. Anyone that's oh, it was a hundred percent corporate speak for. Hey, why why do you think like it wasn't received as well when other controversial episodes like Ned Stark being I think killed that's, or the Red I Wedding? Think that's, I mean, I wish that I wish that he did say that, but I but anyone saying that is just interpreting other words to fit that. I narrative. don't know. I, I mean, we, I we're, we're, we're arguing. We're saying two points here, Dave. You're absolutely right. This is corporate speak. This is this is all canned reaction. This is. This is benign at best. There's nothing. There's no. Oh yeah, that's why I put like politely. All. Like they were like, "Hey, we wanted more." Because, but, but we they... don't want. We don't want this story because we've already heard the back end or like the the side talk of what's really going on. Yeah, like we're not going to get that from these these sit down interviews with the HBO boss because there's a reason why he's the boss. Well, no, he's yeah, in charge that, of his company. That's why I was amazed he even said like, "No, like we wanted more, but they didn't. They this is their way of doing it." Mm. Like even that. It's like it's a very PR answer, but it's for a PR answer saying no. This no. is all on them. I like HBO doesn't want the like responsibility for this. No, they they do go on to say that because of it, he, he's one thing I'll give you. He politely says that they're not going to go forward with any prequels or any um spinoffs. He says, "I want this. We want this to be its own moment, its own thing. We're going to let it sit." Which is a very polite way of saying, no, we're not in a position to do this because nobody wants it. And they've also put D&D's other show on the back burner. Yes, that is, they did say that. But that's because they've already signed on with, with uh, Disney. And they put so. their slave fantasy on the back burner. Yeah. They asked them about that in the article, too. Okay, what about... Wh- oh, yeah, uh, that's the other show. What a terrible show that would be. I, I think it fantasy? could... It, no, it was like... Uh, an alternate history show of like the Confederacy, the Confederacy won, and there lost. were still slaves today. Yes, that's uh, it's like, interesting. I think that could be a very interesting and good show. These guys are not the guys to make that, that show. show. Should no, never. That be. is a that show. It's an interesting no, thought. I, sure, to sure. About. To no, think it about, is. It's, it's, but it's all that would happen about, but is no like way you could... fucking terrible people would use it to rise up and to say. Yep. Look how great things would have been. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like there, there's no <laughs> there's, good. There's, there's no, no good that way. comes from making that so, show. There's no way to HBO walk that even, line. But to do HBO, that like, my, my, my ridiculous. I I hate to like defend it because I think they would have done it poorly. But I mean, Man in the High Castle is a show where Nazis rule the world, and it is a well-made, good show. And that's not what's yeah, happening. Yeah, but it, that's that's a little different. It's not like they had internment camps in Man in the High Castle. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, they did it not in season one. Not in season one. It's on season five now. That show's still on. <laughs> yeah. What? Holy shit. Who's watching I that? I am. It's a great that show. That show's awful. 
one no. of the rare shows I, uh-huh. I like had a day off and I was like, I'm going to binge this because I fucking was so, so excited for it. And I made it six episodes. You should get back into it. The first season is the worst of all. It the was seasons. so bad. It was uh, painfully no point. They, they move on from making Julie like the main person because she is not great. Yeah, it was They make other people, the main people who can actually carry it. Bad. Yeah. Okay, and talk about other bad shows. Let's talk about Game of Thrones real quick. Finale happened. Jimmy, no, you but I, I know everything that happened. But, I, okay. <laughs> but that's really all you need. That's I mean, how. I mean, I lost it. Was, like I, I was like I can. It was. It I was underwhelming. Notes. Underwhelming. There was no visuals that you needed to go see. Uh, Bran being king is just the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Everything else, though, I, I, the way it ended with every character, I was totally fine with, except for Bran. Fine with. I, I could see better routes. I could see better options, for sure. But I was no character, I was like, well, it's fucking stupid. They may have missed some some steps along the way to get their character to that point, but the end result, fine, whatever. Except Bran the Broken being in charge of all of Westeros after saying and doing literally nothing for the past seven years. Nothing. Yeah, I think – so I, I watched it with a bunch of people who have only watched the show. I was the only one who read and they all hated it, like, immensely, and I, I was, I watched it, and I was like, all right, like, I didn't hate it, it wasn't great, but it felt like, I, I'm just, I'm more interested to read the books now, and he actually announced when the next one's coming out after this, this week, but, um. That's good. It, it was just like, I could see how all the characters get here. I just, the showrunners. I was trying not to judge it on like previous episodes and judge it as its own episode. And I feel like as its own episode, it was a decent, like not great, but not bad episode. It's just a lot of the Mm -hmm. payoff wasn't earned because this season and last season weren't great. It was by far the worst season. We know that. Oh yeah. I think the thing that they saved themselves from was it wasn't a completely disastrous end. It just fizzled out rapidly. Yeah, but it, it didn't. It, there was no point. There was like, well, this is. It came, I mean, it come, came very close, but I think they saved themselves from being Dexter. Yeah, no, they're not a Dexter. I, I, I was expecting much worse with the finale, and was happy at the mediocre level level it was. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, do you have any words? I, uh, I do agree. Think that it's really frustrating that the Aegon Targaryen stuff, R plus J yeah. or whatever it was, like that was. That was so nowhere. cool. That was the coolest thing to when, like, someone first showed you that, like, no, look, there's all these hints, like, blah, 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 blah. And then it was real. That was, like, the first, like, huge theory that that people found on their own and then became real. Mm-hmm. And there was no real payoff. The only <laughs> real payoff for it, it was in the episode, was that, like, because of that, John was the only one who could kill Danny because that's why Drogon let him through because he was a Targaryen. He wasn't letting anyone else. Yeah, but in that's to like nothing. Yeah, that's a that's a, such a, a shitty payoff. I no, no, I, yeah, that that's yeah. I mean, you know that too. It's just that's grasping at what could have been. Yeah, that could have been like a great moment. Also, I, I was reading it's, like they there's like a lot of cut scenes too. For for like the whole season, and now the rumors are like they did cut out a whole brand plot because it wasn't testing well with audiences. Where he was like, 
the evil mastermind behind the scenes, like getting everything into place so he could be king. That would have been so much better. Which I think I is 100% what's going to happen in the books. It's just they, they didn't like Bran, and they only made him king because that's what George said was going to be at the end of his books. If that's true, and they cut out that storyline because it wasn't testing well with groups, and they're fucking idiots for making him become the king regardless. Because that, that would make sense if he became king, if he was like the puppet master behind the scenes doing this. Did you see the tweet Cause it, that said, did you see the tweet that said, like, I'm not Bran, I'm not Bran. All right, all hail King Bran. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Yeah. Why do you think I came all the way down here? Shut the fuck up. But, like, that line makes sense if he was, like, masterminding everything. Exactly. But they, and then they also, out... like, his line with John, where John was like, oh, I'm sorry I wasn't there to protect you, or I'm sorry I wasn't there when you needed me, and he was like, you were where you needed to be. Like, showing, like, he needed to be in King's Landing killing Danny. Yeah, this. The more we talk about, it, the more upset I'm getting at how stupid it was. So my, I, I, I think we need to stop. Okay, we can talk <laughs> right? about uh, Chernobyl really quick. Yeah, Jimmy, did you ever get a chance nope, to watch nope. these yet? Too busy watching John Wick oh. and uh, fucking. Buddy, peak. you're gonna be. I'd love so to watch Chernobyl. When you start. I'd love to watch Chernobyl. I know you. But you're I gotta be watch so three John to watch Wicks. It. I have zero interest in Doctor Pikachu. So <laughs> the homework kind of sucks these days. <laughs> Yeah, we have to we have I to decide say, something good to watch next week. We have to. Doctor Pikachu, <laughs> Pref- preferably something Netflix related, so that we can actually like watch it without. I mean, I think it, it should be. We'll talk about the movie releases in a second, but um, yeah. after this oh, episode man. of Chernobyl, I'm putting it up there tied with Band of Brothers as the best miniseries. Ooh, that's that's a big claim. Three it's a real episodes big claim. in, Dave. There's only like one more episode, but Bullshit, you cannot dude, like... say. Whatever. You haven't even watched it. You can't you, judge it. But you don't know how Jimmy, it I will, ends. I will say like it. you can. T- I do. I know. I know real life. But you don't know if the show. No, no, the no, show no, could that, get that, that, bad that. in two more episodes. Yeah. So it's and then I'll say, well, they fumbled it. But right now, very premature. It is. It is it's, has zero low points, and its high points are equal to the high points of Band of Brothers. It's that is an aggressive statement, but I see what you're saying, and it's got. But Jimmy, just it's say got it's potential. really good. Jimmy, it's got potential. It's better than really good, is what I'm trying to say. It's I on have, that I've level. watched. I've watched each episode twice now, and I watched it the second time, expecting to like. Oh, I'm gonna fast forward through the dull parts, get to like because I want to rewatch it and make sure I don't catch anything, don't miss anything. And um, I never fast forward because it, it still grips you. And the weird thing about it is, usually when you watch an episode twice. You kind of glance over and glaze over, but or you like know nitpick it, well, stuff. Yeah, but like after, but it's it's so much more powerful when you know it's going to happen later on because everything is leading up to this. Like everything they do has negative ramifications for what happens later on. So the, it's so when you good. know when you know what's happening later on, you go back and watch it again. It's like they really ramp up like these moments. Like oh shit, don't do this. Oh no, don't do that. And it's like it gets you. So you can, it's it's the rewatchability is it's through the roof, like especially after this episode, I want to go back. It just and sucks that it just sucks episode. that Dave says it's better better than my favorite don't, show don't do in that the to world. Him, Dave. So now I have to come at it from the standpoint of this isn't. I didn't say it was better. Well, I don't know what your favorite you show. You did too. <laughs> I said I'm putting it up there tied with it. Yeah, but now. that's like my okay. top 
top, 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 top. So now I have to watch Chernobyl from a from a take of fuck Dave. This isn't better than Band of Brothers. When I I could have just watched yeah. it. That, I could have just watched fair. it like that's not fair. Oh, I hope this is great. I almost Jimmy, don't want to watch it. Erase that. Guy. Jimmy, erase yeah. that from your brain. It's it's an excellent show. I don't know. Maybe you it shouldn't extremely... let other people dictate whether you think shows are good or not. Jimmy, and kick you can off. just watch it. <laughs> it's 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 so well done. I believe that. And the companion podcast with it is just incredible. Yes. That's great. That's so fun that it has an actual HBO as a podcast companion with it. Yeah. It's amazing. And they just it's, di- it's with, dive it's into with the each thing. Yeah, it's with the writer, showrunner, and telling uh, you what NPR. the differences were in real in real life. It's just it's everything is it's so well done and so well thought out and and I can't rave about it enough. I'm sorry to give your ex- expectations up too high, but I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch this. I got to watch John Wick tonight because we're doing that on Monday, and then I'm traveling all weekend. Yep. I'll be in Austin. Where are you going? But I got to read on the flight, so I can't watch on the flight. I was going to say download them and watch them on the flight. Why do you have to read? Because I'm interviewing uh, the authors of the books. Well, there you go. That's a good reason to read. Yeah. Yeah. Research. That's what Wikipedia is for. Nah. I got invited to the release party of the book. Ooh. Ooh. That's exciting. Look at you. All right. You move it on up. Should we move into releases? Yeah, we're going to wrap it up real quick. Uh, movies coming out this weekend is Aladdin. Oh, nice. No need to describe that. Yeah, so that's coming out. Uh, we're, we're all interested in seeing that, right? They won yeah, me I'm over with that that, the next trailer, like, won me over a little. It's like, oh, it might not be terrible. Yeah, yeah. same. Uh, Brightburn's coming out, a horror thriller. Just, I don't even know. It's what if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to be to mankind, he proved to be somewhat more sinister. It's basically but, evil Superman, and I'm excited it's for it. So terrible. It's gotten good reviews. Has it? Yeah. For like a horror okay. movie. And then oh, this one coming up, Booksmart, Jimmy. This one has you written. Yeah, this all movie over looks it. funny. It looks great. Coming I love that it's just modern, uh, super bad. Don't say modern super bad. It is. Like, I mean, it is. No, it is. It's, it is. But like, saying, it's like, that's like saying it's like super bad's vintage of some it's like sort. like 12 years old. I mean, that, yeah, that is. That's, that's, that's not long enough to be. But anyways, the Jonah Hill type character is played by Jonah Hill's actual sister. Which is great. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I, just, I love right. that. You're right. Uh, it looks amazing, and I can't wait to see that. And then, of course, The Perfection is coming out, as we've all been waiting. It's, like, can't wait for this. A troubled musical prodigy and the new star people embark down a sinister path. Is that a, is that a sincere you can't wait for this, or? That's a complete oh, farce. Oh, okay. No, I've never heard of it. It's, ne- it's a Netflix release. Should be well, garbage. Might be good. You never know. The girl in it is a girl from something else that I know. Well, yeah. it must be good then. I recognize her face, so therefore it has to be, what's it called? The Perfection? All the right, Perfection. Let me see where I know this girl from. Maybe everyone else knows her from the same place, and then everyone's going to want to see this movie so bad. Oh, it's Allison Williams. It's Brian Williams' daughter. She's from Girls, and she played... Yeah, I know, and she played Robert. Peter. She, she Peter. was uh And she Peter was Pan. the girl in Get Out, the daughter. Lord, the girlfriend. Yep. Oh, nice. How did you get that from the poster? She doesn't look anything like that. I went that. to IMDb. 
Oh, okay, because the poster looks yeah. nothing And like she was that. in a series of unfortunate events as Kit Snicket, but I didn't watch season two, so I don't think... Why would you watch the first season? Because that's when that was back when Netflix didn't put out, like, you could watch every show Netflix put out. If you were crazy enough, you oh, could. Yeah, and you I did, did and I had an ongoing rating of every series they put out. Um, and that was, that was the one of them. And I remember my girlfriend was like, can you please stop watching this? <laughs> it's really annoying. It's a really annoying show to watch. Yeah, it looked like it. I can't, can't believe well, you actually watched it, it. There could be a version of it that's good, but like the world that it's in is just annoying. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's obnoxious. Well, anyway. All right. Well, on that one, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on Monday. We're reviewing John Wick 3. Jimmy's seeing it. He's going to give us his in-depth analysis of the stunts. Yeah, yeah, right, Jimmy? yeah. You're going to tell. You're going to give us a, a, a top five list of your favorite stunts within that movie. Favorite kills, yeah. if you will. Good, good shot there. Okay. Nice roll there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good run over by a car. Good shotgun. Good stuff. Run over by a car. Uh, okay. Those are the best. Yeah, there are and some then, better kills in John Wick three. Okay, and uh, then check us out the following week. Every every Friday or. This week, Thursday, we're doing the headliners. Um, some point, Jimmy's going to put the music on to roll me out, but, we you know, well, maybe. It's going. It's been going. All right. See. It, it's been going. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Check us out on that, uh, six, at Six Pack Cinema on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, buy a shirt we just put out for the the, uh, the handicapped king, Brand the Broken. It's, it's, it's a big seller. It is. So, thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. Bye.